dangerous. It's dangerous. Everybody come to the breakfast club. I call this the hot seat. <laughs> Yo, wow. Yo, wow. Can I live? You are out of control. I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so petty. Why are y'all so petty? The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler of rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Made for everybody. Hey, good morning, Charlemagne. Good morning, Angela Yee. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Pump day. Envy's running a little late. Now, what do you what are you supposed to do on hump day? On Wednesday? You get ready for Thursday and Friday? <laughs> That's what the hell you do on just, Wednesday. Oh, you aren't running that late. Hey, Emmy. Hey, guys, good morning. You're not running late. Yeah, he's here. Right. I had to get gas. So it was either get gas and be a oh, so, no, so late. So you farted? Or. So that means you have something to do in the city after work. Absolutely. Exactly. If so you you've didn't, been you, before. you would just hit the tunnel and exactly. the gas station right there. I will say this. In so New York City, it's, it's hard to find a gas station. In, in, the, in the city, absolutely. Damn near impossible. Like yes. when you live in Jersey, when you live in Atlanta, when you live in Detroit, there's gas stations everywhere. But in New York, if you don't get gas. Damn near impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. I had to make that decision right before the bridge. Either I'm going to be late. Oh, I'm going to get gas. I was like, ah, I'm going to You would look like a goddamn fool running out of gas in the middle of Manhattan. Wouldn't it be stupid? Brooklyn. Well, awful. So stupid. And you know what? I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes on my way to work, there's only one gas station that I could potentially pass on my whole entire way to work. And sometimes it's closed in the morning because they're filling it up. Oh. Uh-huh. And so if I don't make that gas station, I have to go like 10 minutes out of my way to get ga- gas. Uh, oh, no. Charlamagne and I pass like 40 gas stations. Yeah, you guys live in Jersey. Yeah, there's a lot, bunch of them. I live there. in Brooklyn. And salute to everybody in South Carolina who got a gas up right now because Hurricane Florence is on the way. Oh, we're going to talk right. about that in front page news <laughs> because... It's looking like it's going to be really crazy. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Salute to my home state. Prayers for my home state. Yes. Did y'all talk about Kathy Griffin joining us this morning? No, but Ka- she will be here yeah, this morning. Yeah, she will be here, and I think she's going to have all the smoke. Oh, we definitely getting put on the black identity extremist list after this interview. My goodness. I am almost positive about that. So, oh, pe- man. so for people out there that don't know who Kathy man, Griffin shut is, up, man. the comedian. He should do that. Ex- no, explain what, might like, what was so crazy that happened in the last couple of years. There was a Some picture people- circulating of her holding Donald Trump. Uh, a fake head of Donald Trump. In this room. <laughs> All right. She's okay. a D-list celebrity. <laughs> to right. to, to a, a certain core. I'm <laughs> sure there's a, go, a, a group of people out there that was like, I don't know who that is. You know? He's yeah. refreshing everyone's There memory. you go. All right. She's all right, the one so, who did yes. the, a picture of decapitating Donald Trump. Yep. Okay, and, and got in all up. kinds of trouble all for it. All types of trouble and for it. And you that. haven't seen much from her since. Oh, yes, you have. She's been on no, tour. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, she's been, she been on tour. That's the one thing about being a stand-up comic. Even if everything else stops, if the television network's throwing a rock with you or whatever else, movies, you can still hit that stage but and make But she did money. lose all of her jobs on television. She did. As a result of that. And it wasn't hard for her at first to get back out there. And, I think she, and she'll I, tell that story. I think she enjoys the freedom now, though. That's, oh. the beauty, that's, that's also the beauty of it, too. Once you lose everything, you ain't got nothing to lose. So now you're just free. So you like, F it. What yeah. am I biting my tongue for? A lot of people ain't F it. A lot of people are stressed out, got bills yeah, to pay. stressful. Not when you got a world tour like hers. All right. Well, we'll talk to her about that uh, in a little bit. And we got front page news. What we talking about, Yee? Well, we are, of course, going to talk about Hurricane Florence. Uh, but then we'll be talking about... Uh, Mm. What? Documents showing that ICE got $10 million from FEMA. What's crazy about that is hurricane season starting. My goodness. Doesn't FEMA need that money? All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Yes. Let's Hur- talk this hurricane. Hurricane Florence is approaching the North Carolina coast. They said they expected to make landfall Friday afternoon, and it could sit around for days. They said it would be life-threatening amounts of rain and catastrophic winds. According to the governor, Roy Cooper, he said the storm is nothing like you've ever seen. Even if you've ridden out storms before, this one is different. Don't bet your life on riding out a monster. It's a Category 4 storm. They're saying it's one of the strongest hurricanes on the eastern seaboard in decades. So it's going to be flooding, hurricane-force winds, dangerous storm surges. The effects of that hurricane will be felt from Virginia, Tennessee, Kentucky, Georgia, and they have issued a hurricane warning from South Santee River, South Carolina to Duck, North Carolina. Hey, man, only thing you can do is get out the way. Yeah, I I was watching the news and I saw people like, I'm going to ride it out. I've been in these storms before. I'm not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have been, though. I mean, you know, uh, I went through Hurricane Hugo when I was younger. It's been Category 5s and 4s that have hit South Carolina, so some people will ride it out, but others just need to get out the way. Yeah, Yeah, but it's the strongest one in decades. My my mom and them are getting out the way. They're out the way? Yeah, they're getting out the way. This is your life. Yeah, just get out the way. And nothing you can do about Mother Nature, baby. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? What else are you talking about? All right, well, interestingly enough, uh, Senator Jeff Merkley released a a document showing that uh, FEMA transferred nearly, and that's the Federal Emergency Management Agency, uh, transferred nearly $10 million to ICE, U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Now, this is right before uh, hurricane season. Hurricane season is just starting right now. As you can see, Mm -hmm. Hurricane Florence is already here. So why would you be taking $10 million from FEMA where that money goes for hurricane relief and taking that and moving it over to ICE? Well, I mean, everybody knows none of that money really goes to hurricane relief. Like, you hear about all of these places that raise all of this money when a hurricane, a natural disaster, that happens and the, the places still look the same. The people You're on like, the, what happened? Yeah, the people on the ground there are like, we never got any of that money. Well, Senator Jeff Merkley was on MSNBC's Rachel Maddow show, and here's what happened. As a Category 4 hurricane is bearing down on the Carolinas uh, and the Virginia coast, uh, we now have evidence that in advance of hurricane season, this summer, as hurricane season was getting ready to start, uh, the Trump administration does appear to have transferred $10 million mm-hmm. out of FEMA to instead fund detention facilities for immigrants. That's crazy. Yeah, I guess that's more important to him. (laughs) All right, and a school in Georgia is actually going to install a new policy. They want to paddle kids as a form of punishment. What do you mean that's paddle? A, that's a new policy? Well, for them, yeah, they've never done that oh, before. What do you I mean gr- the principal? I grew up getting paddled in school. And teachers hitting kids? Yes, now? the Georgia School of Innovation and the Classics, it's a kindergarten through ninth grade charter school, is bringing back paddling. So they'll spank their ch- children on the behind. They're going to use a wooden board. Can they do that? I, I mean, I this grew school up on is paddling. I grew up in Berkeley Middle School. I used to get paddled so goddamn much. I mean, much. nuns popped us, but nuns. we never well, had nuns and sisters. Let me tell you Barnett something. And Mr. Barnes. I was no teachers were ever allowed to put their hands on us. Well, the nuns and sisters popped us on the hand, but paddled. We used to get paddled, wooden paddled. Baby. In 2018, you can't do that. Now parents can deny giving permission to the school. There's going to be a form sent home, and that form says the school will take that, you know, way to discipline the kids. But they can also uh, deny the school that corporal punishment. I need to ask my mom and dad did they uh, send out forms back in the day? Well, clearly they allowed Definitely you to be not. paddled. Definitely not. And that <laughs> must oh, be all, some badass kids. Paddled. Yeah, we was bad. And guess so, what? you would you mind if they paddled your kids in school? They're not paddling my kids. No, I don't want them to paddle my kids. But I'm back in the day when it was either get ISS or get suspended. I'll go take them three licks. What's ISS? In school suspension. Oh. It's like house arrest. <laughs> I still got to come to school. The point of getting suspended, you get to stay home. I'd rather get suspended. I hated ISS. I couldn't do it. I got ADD. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather cut. 
right. How many letters for that? I'd rather be suspended and lie to my parents that I'm going to school and then go smoke weed at somebody's house all day. I just can't imagine that anybody's parents would be okay with giving a teacher permission to paddle their kids. Not at all. I wouldn't in this era. Not at all. Back in the day, it was a different time. And it took a village to raise a child. All right. Well, that is your radio personality. Front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are already open. Call us up. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up. Wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello. Who's this? Hi, Envy. Hey, Yee. Hey, Charlamagne. Hey, hey, Mama. How are you? Get it off your chest. I'm good. Uh, DJ, I want to say sorry. I did hear the segment where it just seemed like I cut you off. I'm sorry, dude. It's all right. It's, a, it's all love. Yo, she be, she be air-checking herself. She be recording the, <laughs> her call-ins and air-checking herself. I, I, I sure do. I seen your little tweet where you was like, Charlemagne, I love Charlemagne. He my favorite. I, I seen mean, I be little... seeing you, Envy, but you be asking too light skin respond back. Oh, I'm my like, gosh. Hey, I feel you, but I feel you. But you know, you guys are all my favorites. All right. Um, but... I'm mad about the whole Dallas shooting, uh, how the Dallas shoot, I mean, the police officer who shot Gene. Um, you know, because I'm from Dallas or whatever. And so the fact that, you know, everybody's seen those apartments, they know that nowadays those new apartments, it's not easy to open the door. Like, let's be real. So the fact that she said it was lightly open and just her stories don't add up and it gets really sad to the point where the whole social media is better investigators than themselves, you know? But uh, I don't trust social media yeah, investigators. Me but she is wild. No, she, she said she, she is wild, and she said she told the guy, I gave him several commands, and he wouldn't stop. I'm like, yo, you in my house. Yeah, you in my crib. Somebody, stop either. somebody comes to my house with a gun. And lights was off. And then it was like, you got hallway lights. I know they're bright. Those apartments are nice. I know for a fact those lights are, like, bomb. You can see something. But it's just nothing of that whole thing doesn't make sense. And But, you know, it does kind of it is kind of funny when social media is kind of, like, better investigators. Like, they come up with a better scenario. You know, like, try to answer everything she's saying. You know, I can't, it makes sense in my head, but. No, it does not make sense. Okay, do not trust social media investigators. I don't trust CSI Twitter. Sharon. Yes, hello. Good morning. Get it off your chest. So my son goes to Boys Excellence in Brooklyn, and all the parents coming in because the kids have to be there by seven fifteen. So I just wanted to get off my chest that these parents need to be more consistent with parking right and not just being in the middle of the street and just cursing out. Yesterday, a parent actually cursed me out and told me that, "Oh, you see my." I'm coming out the car. You, go, I'm like, miss, you park right in the middle of the street. I just want us parents to be better when we have to take our kids to school and we right. both get along. All boys. So I ain't gonna lie though. Sometimes you just gotta yo look. You gotta pull in where you can pull and get that kid out the damn car and keep it moving. Cause sometimes right. it's too many cars, too many parents. You you just gotta get in where you fit in. She's just talking I about how they it, talk to each other though. She cursed me out. She said, "Oh, you got the right parent this morning." You blew the horn, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> you right. blew you blew the horn at her. No, I didn't blow the horn. I just went around her, got on the side, and I was trying to get my son out just as well as she's trying to get her son and out. See, that, that's the that's the crazy part though. Y'all all in the same ecosystem, trying to do the same thing at the same time. So y'all should have a little bit more compassion, Absolutely. sympathy, empathy, and respect right. for each other. Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm not that type of mother, and I don't want to see my son. I don't want to let my son see me act a fool with another parent. That's not right for him. Okay, that is very true. Yeah, but well, thank I you for calling, Mama. You don't want your kids talking to each other like that. Love you too, and then you don't want to have one of them parents that tell their kid, hey, beat that woman's kid for me today. I right? go whip his ass for me. Talking to your mama like that. It's I was on def- sight when you see her child. I was definitely that parent. But anyway, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
time to get it off your chest whether you're mad or blessed so, so you better have the same energy we want to hear from you on the breakfast club hello who's this hey good morning this is james calling out of atlanta hey james get it off your chest bro yeah three things real quick i just want to shout out my wife real quick okay uh her name is samantha i love you baby hey samantha Been together 14 years married for 10 congrats yeah, thank you appreciate it appreciate another thing too Appreciate it, appreciate it. Another thing, too, a shout-out to you, Envy. I didn't know you uh, you went to Andrew Jackson back in the day. Nope, I didn't go to Andrew Jackson. Well, Andrew Jackson was my zone school. Take that shout-out back. Yeah, take that oh. shout-out back. That was my zone school <laughs> that my parents didn't want me to go to because it was the first school well, with, with metal detectors because it was so bad. Did you go there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm class of 03. Oh. I was in math and science. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, damn, he yeah. just totally okay. played your school. <laughs> class of 03, you in the ran. Wow. You, you would have never ran into DJ Envy yeah, in the class yeah, of 03, okay? I definitely was about the class of 03, bro. Envy, Envy class of 78. Uh, <laughs> I was definitely about the class of 03. I'll take it. Go ahead, brother. That just went left, that shout out. Didn't it go left? <laughs> and one more thing, one more thing, too. Welcome back, Angela from South Africa, right? I'm trying, I want to go there, right? Mm -hmm. But my thing is, I heard, well, I watched a documentary that said that uh, back in the day, you know, light-skinned people got more respect and more love than dark-skinned people. Is that is that a thing, or is that... That was true back in the day. Yeah, that, that's, that's not like maybe that back now. in the day, back after day, apartheid and all of that. But I will say, yes, definitely go. Absolutely. I loved it. I had a great time. Okay. That was the, that was back in the day during the Uptown Records era when they had Christopher Williams and I'll be sure signed to the label and they was popping. You know what I'm saying? Got you, got you, got yeah. you. Man, shout out to you, Solomon, man. I, I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get your book, man, because I, I got your last book. Your, your book was phenomenal. Thank you, you sir. make that a movie. It is going. It, it is going about to be a movie. Uh, okay, I'm not going to salute who, who's doing it, but October 23rd, okay. um, my new book will yeah. be out. Shook one, anxiety playing tricks on me. Man. And I love that you called up here and complimented everyone this yeah, morning. That, that, well, you tried a, to compliment Envy. That one went left. Yeah, that one went left. Hello, who's this? <laughs> Marcus with a K. What's up, Envy, Angela, and Charlemagne? Marcus with a K. Get it off your chest. What up, Marcus? What up, Carcass? Hey, nothing to get off my chest. I'm always blessed. I always have a job. But hey, man, I got an idea. I need y'all to reach out to Kevin Hart and have him put a remake out of a movie. Y'all remember Bruce, Bruce's Million? Blue yeah, Brewster's, Brewster's Millions oh, with Richard Pryor. Oh, Brewster's Millions, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, come on. How about Kevin Hart remaking that? I don't remember Bruce's Million. I do remember Bruce's Million. I don't know if I would want to see Kev in that, though. I guess I would like to... I, Kev, can, Kev can remake it, but I don't yeah, know if I want to see like Kev a, star in that, though. In a modern version you of Bruce's Million. You want to do a female version with Yeah, Tiffany I think... Haddish? There you go. That's exactly what I was thinking. We on the same wavelength, my brother. A there female version with Tiffany Haddish. That's Hello? what I was thinking. Hello, who's this? Hello? Hey, what's your name, bro? Oh, I'm on here. I'm, I'm, I'm sure, man. I'm from Niagara Falls. Man, this is how long y'all hand reach. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest, bro. Man, uh, uh, shoot, I'm blessed this morning, man. I'm blessed. Y'all done got, I done got through. I'm up, I done woke up. I'm, at, I'm up here on my way to work. You know, I'm alive and well. I feel like shooting my shot. Who you gonna shoot your shot with? Charlemagne? Yep. Hell, hell no. Yeah, don't play you like that. You're from Niagara Falls, not Niagara. Hey, good morning. Good morning to you. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing okay. Let me ask you a question. Uh oh. What can I do to get you to come to Niagara Falls? Mm. If you come to Niagara Falls, you're going to be hosting a show from here. What type of show? <laughs> Your show, The Breakfast Club or Lip Service, whatever one you want to do. Uh, so, do we have studios in Niagara Falls? No. 
I doubt it. I'm sure we do. It's iHeart, baby. <laughs> oh, man. iHeart needs to step the game up. I'm sure iHeart got it. All right, well, set it up. First of all, where's Niagara Falls at? By Canada. Oh. We'll set it up I'm to sure um, MV. You know where Niagara Falls is. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean, man? Where are you? Sir, Charlamagne, you local or something? You don't know you're where I'm I, I, I feel like I just was at, I was just at Niagara Falls. You probably flew over you sure? when you went to Canada. <laughs> no, I was somewhere uh, in Niagara Falls. Your right man Duval Duval was just here. Your man Duval come here to Buffalo. He come to the little comedy joint, man. He was just here. It's by Buffalo. Oh, okay. Charlamagne yeah, right over the bridge. Yeah, set, set up a nice tour for us. I got it for us. No, no, no. Just you. Just you. <laughs> I don't need them two with us. All right, all right, bro. Have a good one. God bless, man. Y'all have a good day, man. All right, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. You, we got rumors on the way? Yes, find out who says he's very, very serious about running for president. And I'm curious if you would vote for him. Also, find out who Drake tried to shoot his shot with and it never worked out. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. This just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, look who might be throwing their hat in the ring to run for president. Here is what Oscar De La Hoya said on TMZ Sports. I'm, I'm actually very, very serious. And I strongly feel that if a Kanye West can do it and announce and, and maybe uh, tease uh, the world that, uh, that he would maybe one day want to run for president, why not me? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually in the works of putting a, a team together. If the numbers are right, I'm going to go for it. Well, I mean, all Kanye West oh, did was boy. say he wants to run. And then okay? he's also looking at Donald Trump and saying, well, Donald Trump did See, it. See, that's the problem. See, this is just oh, like man. in hip-hop when you start seeing whack rappers make it. So now you're just sitting around like, damn, well, I can make it too. All right now, Lil Duvall, 41 years old with a hit single. So all these old dudes getting back in the studio yeah. at 45, 46 years old recording records yeah, now. This has to stop, though. This is the it, president. This, this has to stop. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm telling you. Donald Trump is not the bar. If Donald Trump is your bar to run for president, don't run for president. Well, now, Golden Boy Promotions is very successful. You better yeah. stop me. <laughs> I am watching the fight this weekend, though. Canelo Alvarez versus Triple G. Who you got? Who you got? Canelo Alvarez. Just now, like imagine the if the fight. president, okay, of the United States was uh, promoting that fight. No. <laughs> All right. Now, let's discuss Heidi Klum. She was on with Ellen, and they were playing uh, Would You Rather, and it was Joaquin Phoenix or Drake. Well, here's what Heidi Klum said happened with Drake when he tried to, I guess, take her on a date. Who called you out of those oh two? Oh, my gosh. Drake, he did. He Drake called you. Yeah. <laughs> he did. As soon as you left, you know what I mean? He was basically like a week too late. Yeah. Wait, he called like a week after it aired? I don't remember when it was. And I didn't even have his number. He didn't have my number. How did he, how how he well. find you? Because someone who I know knows him, and I guess he asked to have my number, and then he texted me. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. But then I, you know, I never texted him back because I found the love of my life. Listen, man, I don't like wow. to shame people. Because people are allowed to do whatever they want but, with their bodies. But Drake is a whore. Okay? Leave him alone. You oh are a hater. God. I'm sorry. You I'm, are a hater. He is a whore. You are a hater. My I didn't, gosh. You didn't call French Montana a whore. French, when French is definitely a whore. I have definitely called French a whore. These, I mean, they, those guys are allowed to do whatever they want with their bodies. That's right. Okay? They can sleep with whoever they want. Exactly. They are whores. You hear me? He's just shot My and shot. gosh. Why? Because he asked Christ. he wanted to take her on a he date? He didn't take on a date. He didn't say he wanted to smash. <laughs> okay. No doubt. Yeah. Maybe just and, the and maybe it would have led to more. Be romantic. Okay. But do you think that she should have at least texted him back and said no? 
No, you leave it open. Because she said she, she was in a relationship. Him. Uh, yeah, but she could have just said, hey, I'm in a relationship now. Like, maybe a response. Because nah. now it's awkward nah. if we run into each other. But if other. it didn't work out, then you could be like, I never got the text. I'm not going to Well, too late now. She just said on Ellen DeGeneres, well, she did. She found the love of her life. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like when you text a, a woman who's in a relationship and she texts you back, hey, I'm in a relationship right now, she's just letting you know I'm in a relationship right now. You know what I'm saying? But don't lose my number. When you don't text back at all, that lets me know, like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely good. That's I, I don't what you know. Do? It could be respectful to just say, hey, you know, thank you so much, but I'm actually happily in a relationship. Good luck to you. That's nice. When Drake will have his own slut walk? Yo, shut up, man. Yeah. Shut That's up, what man. Need. That's what inquiring minds really want to know. All right, now let's talk about an old Dirty Bastard biopic. Looks like it's going to happen. Uh, according to The Hollywood Reporter, they're currently in early development on a biopic about ODB. So right now they don't know what actor's going to do it. But remember, Michael K. Williams was casted to play Old Dirty Bastard in another movie, Dirty White Boy, but that movie never actually happened. Um, so right now we got to figure out who would play that role. And I think RZA is going to be attached to it as a producer as well. I mean, his son should, his son should get first dibs, right? Yeah. I would, yeah, I would hope he would get first dibs, but it also is an acting. He has to be an actor, yeah. yeah so yeah. you got to make sure that he can actually pull it off because that would be terrible if it didn't work out. But Absolutely. yes, hopefully he can. I heard there's about to be a lot of different Wu-Tang uh, TV shows and movies and stuff like that, as it should be. Well, yeah, there's a lot of different people in the group whose stories you can tell, too. Yes, that's my well. favorite hip-hop group of all time. All right, now Alex Rodriguez, A-Rod, he is going to have to work at Wahlburgers because he lost a bet to Mark Wahlberg. They actually had a bet... Uh, on the, uh, of course, their rivals with the Boston Red Sox and the Yankees. So he posted on his Twitter, ready to honor my promise to Mark Wahlberg and flip some Wahlburgers in Boston. Come on over now for some pre-Red Sox and Astros burgers. So he was actually there flipping them burgers, doing the drinks, cleaning tables, cleaning the floors and all of that. So nice thing to do, right? To actually own up to to that bet that you lost. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Have you ever been to Wahlburgers? No, I haven't. I've, I've been to one. They before. have one in Detroit. I went there. I haven't been there. It's pretty good. All right. Now, don't forget, if you want to win a trip to New York City to go to Powerhouse to see Cardi B, Little Uzi, Vert, SZA, and more, just keep it locked. We're going to play the keyword. Once you hear that keyword, just text 64895. You text that keyword again to 64895, and you can fly on out to New York City. We'll take care of your flights. We'll take care of your hotel. We'll put you in the building, and you get to see Cardi B, Little Uzi, Vert, SZA, and more. I said we. Yeah, that's you. No, we. As in iHeart. Not me, you, or Charlemagne. iHeart. We'll do that. All right? So I let's keep it locked. So, um, and that's powered by Amp Energy Organic. All right? Now, when we come back, Kathy Griffin will be joining Listen, us. Listen, I know that we're definitely getting put on the black identity extremist list after this. Don't uh, put that in the atmosphere. I, I might be already on there. That's actually, right. I'd be, actually be dope if I was. But, that's uh, what you think. But yeah. Yeah, that's um, what you think. Kathy Griffin will be here for after the hour, man. All right. We'll I would say up. we're not responsible for anything that she says, but... She's on The Breakfast Club. So y'all gonna hold us responsible anyway, so whatever. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Be mad. We'll be back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. EJ, Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. And she's with the s*** early. I hear it. <laughs> Kathy Griffin. <laughs> Woo! Kathy Griffin is here. We're going to have some candle applause. Don't yes. worry. <laughs> Always in trouble. Always in trouble. How are you this morning? I am so excited to be uh, alive and able to work. Yes. Because what I've been through, mm-hmm. May 30th, 2017, my the walls caved in on my career because I took a photo with a Halloween mask of Donald Trump with ketchup all over it. Mm-hmm. And then the Oval Office, the White House, for the first time in history, uh, the Department of Justice, they put me under a two-month federal investigation. Really? And they were considering charging me with, wait for it, 
It's, this has never happened in the history of our country. Conspiracy to assassinate the president of the United States. Wow. And I just want people to know you can hate that picture all you want, but it was not illegal. Yeah. So part of my laugh your head off tour, if you get it, laugh your head off. <laughs> Thank you. I'm leaning in. Is, you know, I mean, it's a it's a comedy show, so don't worry, it's not like a lecture on the First Amendment. But honestly, it's a First Amendment issue. Right. And the president, I mean, by the way, I know you can't see my air quotes, but mm-hmm. I, I call him the president. Because he's so stupid. One time he tweeted, I'm proud to be your president. <laughs> it's like when he called the wife Melanie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, for me, it's Melanie forever. Like, Melania's <laughs> no, over. Melania. It's Melanie. Because if he can't even get her name right, I don't have to. How bad did they attack you? Do you regret that at all? Attack oh, me? Are you kidding? How bad did they attack you? I don't regret you? it one bit. Mm-hmm. Because I learned so much. So, um, first of all, I was in the middle of a 50-city tour. Mm-hmm. So, when Don Jr., or as I call him, Eddie Munster, because he's not, like, fully formed. I'm sorry, but I'm oh sorry. God. This is a family that's going to call Valerie Jarrett an ape. I will call him an ape right back. There you go. All land is prohibited here. Go. Thank go. you. Yes. First of all, he is not fully formed. Teresa Guidice from The Real Housewives has more of a forehead than he does. So screw Don Jr. and the other one, the blonde one, date rape. Now, the reason I say that, <laughs> you heard me. Oh, I used the you heard word, me. not prohibited. Yeah, the thing you, you heard me. Prohibited. I just here. cannot no. believe that anyone <laughs> would consensually have sex with any of the Trumps. But. Um, yeah, so Don Jr. started a campaign, got me fired from my once a week, you know, once a year gig on CNN. Mm-hmm. And it was just crazy. So I didn't know at the time, I called the Trump wood chipper, but they'd done it to politicians, but they hadn't done it to like a quote celebrity, right? right? Mm-hmm. And so they put me kind of in the same machine. This was before the Weinstein stuff, mm-hmm. before Me Too. I don't know if that photo would have gotten that reaction if I had done it then, you know what I mean? But um, they came at me and I lost my entire career in 24 hours. Wow. So the White Did House... You really know you're a comedian. Like, honey, you, you the White House the was working in tandem with Harvey Levin and TMZ. The Daily Beast did an article about it. Wow. And, you know, AMI media, all the stuff coming about David Pecker owning everything from the Inquirer to Us Weekly. Um, they did been doing nothing but hit pieces on me. But also the entire right-wing media. And I hate to say the mainstream media picked it up because I was breaking news in a bad way. Although you are talking to the seventh most Googled person of 2017 in the world they for know. all the wrong reasons. Okay. No, for all the wrong reasons. Hey, people, people think I'm an ISIS. Now, I don't was know. Was anybody supportive of you, though? Was there any media outlet that was like, okay, I, this is a violation of the First Amendment? Not a media outlet at all because it was like, it was such a great, like, sort of breaking news story. And, you know, let me, I'm going to be honest. When you are a 57 year old woman who is on television, you know, I've won two Emmys, I have a. Grammy for Best Comedy Album, one of only three women in the history of the Grammys to win, myself, Lily Tomlin, and Whoopi. You know, I tried to, like, do my thing, and um, this has never happened, and I don't believe that a president should be able to keep an American citizen from making their living. So then the Department of Justice called the next day, and that is not a fun call to get, and they said, we're putting you under an open ended investigation. I was on the no-fly list what for two mean? months. You, you can't so, fly at all on a plane? No, I was on the no-fly list for two months So they terrorist. called your cell phone and you just answered? No, like, they called my it? lawyer oh, okay. and they said so you couldn't fly <laughs> she's in trouble. For two months. That's right. I couldn't make a living. I didn't I could, work. I, well, I, let me tell you the first call I got. I'm not kidding. First call I got, Cat Williams. Okay. Cat Williams. <laughs> Cat Williams. So we've been friends for a long time <laughs> and he said they done did this to a white lady? And I said, hi, Cat. Um, that's usually how he starts his conversations. You know what I mean? So he called me and he goes, get out a piece of paper. I said, okay. I dutifully got it. He goes, get out a pen. I said, okay. Because, you know, you never know what Kat's going to say. Right. He goes, I want you to write down the names of the people who call you today. 
that are unconditionally supportive of you and also are going to say, you know what, I'm going to do something about it. Um, like Kat did an Instagram post. He gave me a great shout out in his last Netflix special. And he said, at the end of the day, you're going to know who your real friends are. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, there were three names. Mm. Wow. Really? And I was like, Kat Williams and who else? I don't even know these guys that well, but let me tell you, none of the women had my back. Mm. Not one. Mm-hmm. Wow. The other people on the list were uh, Jamie Foxx and then uh, Jim Carrey, who I also don't even know very well. Mm-hmm. But when you're having a day like that where you're on the news every two seconds and you're fired and then Donald Trump is tweeting again, we don't just want her fired. We want to we want to ruin her entire life. Mm. That's so crazy to have a vendetta against somebody because They're still doing of it. a picture. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I, I gave you donkey today. And I didn't give you donkey today for what you did because I don't care about that. Yeah. But I knew the backlash that you would receive from. Yeah. So I'm like, why put yourself through that? Yeah. Over Donald Trump. Because you got to stand up. And this, you know, I've known this moron for since the 90s. And, you know, he's actually hired me twice to roast him. So it was such a BS that he acted with the pro clutching. He can't. Honey, I went to the White House Correspondents' Dinner, where, by the way, Michelle Wolf did a great job. Yeah. So she yes. got a bad deal, too. I think her Netflix show got canceled because of Trump. I think Trump I did was making a call uh, yeah, behind I, I, do. I absolutely but did you, did Hello? Did you I mean, really anticipate the backlash? No. Did you think it would be that bad? I thought it would be an entertainment story for two days. Right. How did you survive, and, though? Uh, honey, I hunkered down, and the death threats are still coming to this day. Um, I did a show recently, and uh, Randy, where's the guy with the knife? A knife? Yeah, Houston. Wow. Had a knife? He ran up on you with a knife? Yeah. Because they think you're unpatriotic. You guys, people think I'm in ISIS or Al-Qaeda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, by the way, here's the funny part. My 98-year-old alcoholic mother who drinks a box of Franzia wine a day, and I'm not a (laughs) spokesperson for Franzia, but she can drink you bastards under the table. And I'll tell you right now, 98. The surrealness of on that day when I'm, like, sobbing and it's all over for me, and then my mother calls and she's, you know, hard of hearing, and she goes, Kathleen, of all the clubs, why did you join Al-Qaeda and ISIS? Why couldn't you just start stamp collecting? So being, like I said, 57, and I said, Mom, I don't think ISIS is recruiting a lot of Irish-American comedians right now. I couldn't believe. Someone showed me a survey that said 60 million Americans believed I had joined ISIS. Like I said, I'm laughing now. Wow. I wasn't then. And then how the picture was going to be perceived, though, right? Oh, I th- well, first of all, I think he deserves it. So I stand by that picture 100%. I will tell you I'm bitter, though, because the photographer, Tyler Shields, wouldn't give me the copyright. Right. And that's a picture that's changed my life forever, irrevocably. I heard it was his idea, too. Well, we kind of, I, I mean, I wanted to do a photo to shame Trump. Trump right. with a bloody butt would have been fine, I think. It, I'm sure it's quite crusty <laughs> down there. I'm sure it's, I don't know how Melanie puts up with it. I think uh, he and Melanie have some sort of written statement where it's like a once a year it. thing. Maybe and then They probably don't even sleep, happened. but they don't sleep in the same bed, I'm what sure. What if she gives herself Rohypnol? She met Rufy herself. <laughs> oh, my goodness. To get, what? I have no fear anymore. No, I do not have one <laughs> left to give. There I don't. you go. Give me a dollar. I just don't give a not one. I don't give a shit anymore. So what happened in Houston? You got to explain that story. So you, you're doing your show and somebody jumps up out the crowd? Every every show, there's death threats. All right. There was um, a protest in Charlotte, which can I have a little props just for going to Charlotte? Mm-hmm. If you want to just look up like um, Trumper at Kathy Griffin show. Okay. He's got a MAGA hat. First giveaway. He's wearing a shirt mm-hmm. that he must have had custom made. God love him. With nothing but pictures of Trump all over his shirt. Mm. And That's then flag well, already when he, and he, just, he just starts waving a knife. Waving a knife Why outside in front. Yes. And luckily, you know, I don't mean to sound like the fifth runner up on American Idol, but I do have the greatest fans in the world. 
I had people that don't need to be doing this, like people that are just leaving a show. They were like calling the police mm-hmm. and they got photos of this guy and video and stuff like that. But I just kind of need to keep getting out there like this and telling folks it's not over. All right, we have more with Kathy Griffin. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Comedian Kathy Griffin's in the building. Yee. So, Kathy, let's talk about Les Moonves for a second. Oh, f*** him. Right? Can you believe this guy? <laughs> and that's another guy, you know, very Trumpian in that way. I mean, I haven't been on CBS for a while. So, um, when they were, you know, this is an interesting story. When they were um, doing The Late Show with Craig Ferguson. I like Craig. I did the show many times. And one night, he I said... I was doing a talk show on Bravo for two years, which got canceled because Andy Cohen hates me. Um, and he also is lacking a, uh, he's lacking a skill set. He so tried he to gave, sniff cocaine with you, too, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, I, I'm not... We'll talk about that. weird stay, to me. Stay the course. Okay. okay. So anyway, what happened was I got, like, a little bit of a tip that Craig Ferguson was tired of doing the show. And as a female, a lot of people don't realize, honestly, it hasn't been since the dear departed Joan, Joan Rivers, Rivers. Mm-hmm. that no, a female night. has had a network nightly mm-hmm. late night talker mm-hmm. and so i lobbied hard to try to get that show and a guy at caa an agent named jeff jacobs said oh leslie said they're not considering females at this time i go well you know that's illegal to even say he like was, just uh, so you just, know i heard the audition sound but he already knew that they weren't gonna get it right and so i'm gonna be honest i started thinking okay i'm not gonna get the job clearly they're gonna think i'm too old i'm too ugly my nose is too big all the stuff i've been told my whole career so I'm not kidding. I sort of started thinking, I think Aisha Tyler would have been great for that job. Nothing against James Corden. I didn't even know who he was. But I thought, Aisha's so smart. She was already on the talk. I actually took her out to dinner. Mm -hmm. And I go, are you, like, gunning for that job? Because I think you'd be perfect. Like, you're smart. You're a woman of color. Let's make some history. And she said, I met three times and nothing happened. And I thought, I wonder if they took those meetings. Because they thought, what if Big Mouth Kathy Griffin someday says... Just but they show. said, we're not even considering women, right. females. Wow. By the way, Aisha's going to kill me for revealing this. And by the way, after I was uh, finally taken off the no-fly list, I couldn't get any work here because so many people <laughs> thought I was an ISIS. So I went overseas. Mm-hmm. and I do have a big bag over there. What's in that bag? Did we search you? What is in that bag? <laughs> <Stop it. laughs> there is just bowling balls. It's really heavy. But, um, but anyway, so I was able to work overseas. And I, um, well, oddly enough, the picture that almost took me down was the picture that allowed me to truly tour the world. Mm-hmm. I went yeah, everywhere works. from Auckland, New Zealand to Reykjavik, Iceland. Mm-hmm. But they put me on the freaking Interpol list. So I was detained. Uh, I played 15 countries in 23 cities. I was detained at every single wow. airport. So they take amazing. your passport. They take your phone. They go away for an indeterminate amount of time. Like, I did a show at, you know, let's say I was in Sydney, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I got to do a show at the Sydney Opera House. If I was leaving Sydney to go to whatever my country was next, I would have to alert two journalists in Australia, two journalists in the country I was going to, and I had a former CIA officer that I was talking with. I would give him my itinerary so that whenever stuff would go down, number one, I was terrified of ever missing a show. To this day, I don't know what the government put on my freaking passport. Right. But it makes everybody's eyes turn into pinwheels whenever they scan it. Yeah, they treated you like you you got me too. Yeah. Like you're laughing wine thing or something. It's never happened in the history of this country. I will tell you the closest time it's ever happened is there was an amazing triple threat actress named Eartha Kitt. 
younger people might know her as one of the cat women on the Batman series, yes. mm-hmm. but she was singer, dancer, Broadway actress, star, and very famously in 1965, um, Lady Bird Johnson, who a lot of liberals think LBJ, Civil Rights Act, that's great. Lady Bird Johnson invited to the White House a group of African Americans, Harry Belafonte, etc., to express um, how they felt about how the movement was going about civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. So Eartha Kitt was honest. And she was honest about what it's like to be a black woman in this industry at that time. And whatever she said to Lady Bird, Lady Bird Johnson got her so blacklisted, she had to leave the country for decades. I'm going to look so that up. she was finally able to come back. And like Eddie Murphy put her in Boomerang, and that yeah. was great. Marcus. But that's what it, yeah, that's what it takes. What's your issue with uh, Andy Cohen? Who's a friend to the Oh, room? Andy Cohen as, okay, well, good for you. Um, what, <laughs> to the room. Yeah, what's his skill set? What do you think his skill set is? <laughs> okay, thanks. Anyway, so look, I... He's very well versed on The Real Housewives. Oh, good for him, which is a show that they co-opted from a show called Desperate he's Housewives. On, like, if you're in there, if you're there, watch what happens live, so yeah. much happens. So he's good at, like, getting in and out You've of You've getting people drunk and getting them to say things that then get them in trouble, and then he calls Radar online and goes, hello, it's uh, not Andy Cohen, allegedly. <laughs> but no, my issue is, look, I was at NBC Universal for a long time. Um, my executive there was Jeff Zucker. He was tough on me whole time i was paid you know a fraction of what the guys got so my joke is when i hear women saying they get 80 cents on the dollar i go where do i sign up right when you're a female comic <laughs> try five cents on the dollar and what's the cocaine story oh it's just that you, you i always did that the issue with oh, okay well first of all <laughs> when i started he was like um like i think he was in the publicity department and um i didn't know he was like he was basically trying to be me like and even in his books he steals some of my jokes and when he does the tour with my former friend anderson cooper he does some of my jokes on the tour. And their tour is, first of all, on the Watch What Happens Live, none of the questions are real. They're not from Twitter. Um, Michael Davies, the producer, told me that. He said the staff just writes them. And I did the show twice. And, you know, I don't trust him. And so uh, he is, uh, it's unprecedented in the history of television that the guy who decides which shows get to stay on the network fires me, but gives himself a show that gets magically picked up every single year. So I think that he's just not a trustworthy, honest guy. I don't think he's talented. He's not a comic. He didn't earn it. He's been riding on people's coattails. And, you know, why he feels like you don't like him because he replaced you on the New Year thing and he was like, he had nothing to do with it. Oh, it was long before that. He was just an awful boss. You know, I mean, remember for six years, I did my life on the D list for eight episodes a year. And they would, you know, we would shoot for six months. And, you know, that was even prior to the Housewives. They had never even done a special. I taught them how to do a stand-up so you special. you just don't f*** with Andy Cohen. Look at oh, I'll f*** with Andy Cohen. You think I'm afraid of him? <laughs> no, I mean, like, we, no, <laughs> like, we, like we don't f*** with him. We don't, him. Him. don't like him. You don't Hip-hop lingo. You oh, okay, because white people would just say f*** him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. But, you <laughs> tried to sniff coke with you, too, though. You to well, I'm just saying, I, I'm not a prude. Yeah. But if I, no, the reason I, I'll tell you why I took a shot. You don't have that. to be a prude to not sniff coke. Right? Not no, but coke. I just want to say, if I, first of all, like I said, I did have a talk show for two years on Bravo, which of course they canceled I remember that. because mm-hmm. we were competing for guests and obviously I wasn't going to win that battle. But if I had ever offered, you know, one of my guests, Jane Fonda or T.I., if I ever, ever offered them coke before taping and it got out, I would be way more ruined than the Trump picture. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I wanted to point out because there's a double standard. There's gotcha. such a big, and that's a big topic of the day, as you know, double standards. Mm-hmm. And that was what bothered me, and that's what I think people should know, is that, you know, that kind of behavior would never be tolerated by a female. 
And the other thing I want to say is I think that women in particular have to be more honest about their finances Mm -hmm. because I think that's one way that guys can keep us down. The reason I'm telling you this is I have a reason. I've probably made about $75 million over the 40 years of my career. I have paid all these representatives 10% Mm -hmm. and they all dump me. Wow. They all dump me because of a photo. A photo that is totally Mm. covered by the First Amendment, whether you like it or not. They all took my money when it was easy. But when the going got rough, they all flew the coop. So nobody stood by your side that was part of your team. Have you seen me on TV? No. No. You said former friend Anderson Cooper. Yeah, because he turned on me that very day. Wow. And he made a tweet. He said, Kathy Griffin's disgusting. Wow. He didn't give me a call. He didn't have to. Yeah, we did. You know, we did CNN for 10 years. And let me tell you something. Mm. And I know I'm talking about misogyny, you know, a lot and all that stuff. But the first two years I did CNN out of 10 years, it didn't even occur to me to ask to be paid. Mm, like, wow. that's the thing. You never I got think. paid for New Year's? Shouldn't the your first two years have wow. negotiated that? Honey. Now you've... Um, no, hold on. Anderson uh, Cooper. So, yeah. yeah, he tweeted. And then, so Don Jr. tweeting and it actually getting me fired wow. is just not how it's supposed to go here. And... I just wish that Anderson Cooper had not jumped on that bandwagon. And Jake Tapper already had come after me. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to say anything. Yeah. Did he ever reach out to you after that? And About say- five months later, and it was like a, like a pretty unfriendly text. Really? What did yeah. he say? He was like, how could you have put me in that position? How did you put him in a position? I didn't. All right, we have more with Kathy Griffin. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Kathy Griffin's in the building. Charlamagne, what are, what are your feelings on Harvey Levin from TMZ? I hate Harvey Levin. Yeah. Yeah. He's a gay guy who's a MAGA. Like, he's a hardcore Trumper. Well, you know he hates Trump now, allegedly. I Let me tell you something about TMZ. Why would he hate Trump now? Because he said he, he can't stand by anything that Trump said. If you notice, they've kind of like... He'll go whichever way the positions. wind blows. Yeah, yeah, Harvey yeah, yeah. goes whichever way the wind blows. But, you know, clickbait is one thing, but when you start putting people in real physical danger, you know, it's another. But also, I just think it's ironic that he's a gay guy. And I I actually said to him one time, what do you think the Republican Party holds for you? You think they're going to have your back? I said, Jefferson Beauregard Sessions is rolling back rights every day. And um, that's what you should be paying attention to. Right. But if you look at that website, um, and I've never said this before, but that website, I think, is highly misogynistic and racist. And I'll tell you why. That website, if you look at people of color, they will show more people of color getting into trouble, fights, mugshots, than they will show people of color doing something good. I think Chris Brown would agree. But I'm just saying, even even people of color that have done nothing wrong, he'll just throw, like, you know, unflattering photos up on purpose. I'm asking you to just take a good, hard look at that website. And like I said, it's a fun, guilty pleasure. I get it. But really, look at the way they treat women of a certain age and people of color. It's very consistent. You would think and that so, women would have came to your defense. No. And that one hurts. I don't even have a punchline. I, that um, one what is your issue with Julie Chen? No, I read that you said about Julie Chen. Okay, so right. I, I wrote, okay, mm-hmm. well, I, I DM'd her when the first day uh, the Leslie News came out. I DM'd her and I said, look, I don't want to throw the wife under the bus mm-hmm. if it was the hus- husband. You didn't want her to be affected by yes, what he'd done. Because we don't know yet what she knew or didn't know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I said to her, and I was really honest, and so Julie, if you want to put out this DM, I have no problem with it. I mm-hmm. said, look, I would love to come on the talk, and I promise I'm not going to bring up Leslie. Like, this has to be really hard for you. So um, she never responded. Okay, that's fine. And then I just started hearing more of the stuff about Les, and I cannot tell you how much of that sort of thing has happened to me during my career. Wow. You know, and remember, I was born in 1960. So all the stuff that we're finally talking about now, mm-hmm. you know, those of us a certain age, we're just used to it. Oh, hearing yeah, yeah, people, yeah. there was a guy named Mike Medavoy, really powerful guy. He sat me down one time 
I think 15 years ago. And he goes, you're not going to be able to make a living. You're, you're not likable. Hmm. So, you know, I've been dealing with that my whole career. How did the LGBT people feel about you um, not liking Andy Cohen, Harvey Levin, and Anderson Cooper? Those are like top-tier gays, right? Uh, the gays top-tier had gays. my back. Okay. Gays and black Twitter had my back, and I am not kidding. From day one, you know, the African-American community has been so good to me because you guys get it. Right. To be disenfranchised, to be looked at as something that you're not. To be, to be suppressed li- by 60-year-old white men. <laughs> to have your living taken <laughs> yes, away absolutely. from you. And to not like Donald Trump. Yes, yes, yes. Has Julie Chen reached out to you? Um, I think that she will have to make a statement. The jury's out. Like, and she needs to step up as a woman and for women of color and go, this is not okay or And they're acceptable. bringing up the Janet Jackson situation okay. with Julie Chen as Let well. me tell you something. I lived it. So when I read that article... And it's funny, I, 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 you know, journalists, I got to know a lot of journalists this year, and I was very gratified to say to them, this article is absolutely on track with what I have seen happen to many, many actresses and singers. And I said, look at someone as giant, gigantically popular as Janet Jackson. And I don't doubt a word of it. So you got Leslie Moonves, this guy that's rubbing his dick on people and trying to sexually assault his own doctor at UCLA? But he's going to take down Janet Jackson because mm. she didn't call and, and cry and cry. Mm-hmm. He wanted a tearful cry. And what wow. about Timberlake? F- him too. Timberlake calls and sobs to Leslie Moonfest. F- you, Leslie. F- them all. I don't give a. I shit saw anymore. that email that the, uh, an exec from CBS wanted you to write to Trump. Yeah, he's on the board of directors. He's not even talk about a dinosaur. What's his name? Arnie Copelson. Okay. And he was someone that I actually knew personally. And I remember, like, this is a typical conversation that happened, honestly, six months before the photo. And this, he wanted to reboot The Fugitive. He produced The Fugitive, the original movie with Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. So he starts telling me um, at dinner at this restaurant, and uh, he says, we're going to reboot it, and we've got Harrison, and, you know, we've got to find the, uh, the female that was his wife who gets cur- killed. It's not a spoiler. Early on in the film. And I said, well, Celia Ward, who played it in the original, is amazing and looks great, and why don't you if you really want to reboot the movie with Harrison, he's like, she's not f***able anymore. I go, honey, you've never been f***able. And (laughs) so every time I would name a female, he'd go, not f***able. Wow. And what year was this? Honey, it was six months before the Trump photo. 2017. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So I'm just telling you, I am the one, and nobody's going to support me, but I'm the one bad bitch who's going to stand here and go, don't be thinking Hollywood's all liberal and everything's okay now and Oscar's so white. No. They're behind, and Oscar So White is amazing because it forced them. And what I have learned is you can do petitions and march, and that's all great. But until you basically dox these motherfuckers the way I was, where my address was put online, my mother got death threats in her retirement village. She's 98 years old. My sister got death threats in the hospital. She was in the hospital for cancer, and she got death threats until the day she died. Sorry. Sorry. It's okay. I meant to keep it light, but... No, it's fine, please. I just want people to know, like, these Trumpers, they get mobilized and... Don't let them see you down, though. Even me as a white person, like, I didn't know white people were this bad and racist. Really? Yes. Yes, I did not know that. When you're... Well, you know this. When you're in the arts, it's different. When you start out the gate, you're hanging with gay people and black people and Asian people, and that's kind of the great thing about the arts. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So I'll yeah, tell is you, is this going to be a movie or something? Nobody some will point? make. Nobody has the balls to do a special. Yeah, I think it's going to come back. Yeah, I think it's going to come back. I love your word yet because no, I want to stay hopeful. And you got your own money, so you can do things on your own. Because Kathy, to be but that's what I want to say to your listeners: keep your money. You never know when it's going to be a rainy day. And honey, I had a monsoon. Now. Why did you apologize in the first place? Because you're, you're, you're so... I'll tell you why. Rosie O'Donnell called me, and she is the expert at being a t- trolled by Donald Trump. Like, mm-hmm. he's been after her for 12 years. And she said, you've got to apologize. People think you're really, really an ISIS. And I was laughing. I thought she was kidding, and I hung up. I was like, I'll talk to you later. You're right. You know comics. <laughs> Good one. And then she called back, and she said a famous line. She said, what if Daniel Pearl's mother saw this? He's a journalist that was literally decapitated. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, that's what made me do the apology. And I thought, I get it. That could be traumatizing. Making light of decapitation. That's right. Gotcha. And so, honestly, it was an apology almost for her alone. And it was, in fact, Jim Carrey who said, you know, Kathy, at the end of this, you're going to have a story that any comic would give their right arm to have. Well, the Breakfast Club got you back. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming. I don't know what, Give us some of those dates that you have. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. Okay. You got a White House to be sure. emailing <laughs> iHeart today. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, mind you, we've had Minister Farrakhan on this That's show. Right. We've had some very explosive people. They're going to be like, nope, Kathy Griffin was That's the right. last girl. Right, right, right. Kathy Griffin's going to give us some of her dates And right don't now. even and joke that I'm going to an ISIS meeting after this. Give them one website to go to. KathyGriffin.com. KathyGriffin.com. Sign up for the email and text list. And good luck to all of your timelines. Yes, and do me one favor. Whenever you're talking about any of these people, just call them boys. How do I start? I mean, I have such a long any, list. Any, anybody you talk, any of these guys you don't like, just call them f- boy. I'm all for it. There you go. Okay. That's well, the term. Well, thank you for joining us. We you guys are awesome. Anytime I'm such a fan. You thank you, Kathy. Oh, I hope you we mean it. You. Yes, we do. All right. Thanks, you guys. All right. It's Kathy Griffin. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Eminem. This is The Rumor Report. With Angela Yee. Yes, so Eminem sat down with Sway on Shade 45 and talked about why he put out the Kamikaze album. Here's what happened. I feel like the way the climate is right now, if you give people enough time to, I got an album coming out in two months, you give people time to say, man, he better have a song like this or I ain't with it. When the revival track list came down the pipe. Yeah, I remember that. It was like, overwhelmingly, this is going to be trash. We know why you put out the Kamikaze album, though, because he's angry. He was pissed he, off. He, he didn't like the reaction to, uh, what was the name of that album before that? Relapse? I don't think he liked your, your, you guys' reaction to his he album. He said that, though. Yeah, that, that's the He said the that why. during the Sway interview. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, you know, he talks about all the albums that he's made and all of that. And by the way, this interview is 15 minutes, and there is going to be a part two where he'll address other things like Joe Button. And also, why did he have an issue with Machine Gun Kelly? Well, here's what he had to say about that and about Machine Gun Kelly's diss song. You know, you go down the f- wormhole of YouTube or whatever, right? <laughs> so I see Machine Gun Kelly talks about Eminem's daughter, whatever, right? So what the f- click on it. Then he starts doing a, a press run, basically, about Haley. I'm like, what the f***? Yo, chill, right? That's not why I dissed him. The reason I dissed him is actually a lot more petty than that. Now I'm in this weird thing because I'm like, I gotta answer this mother When is Eminem gonna reply to Machine Gun Kelly, though? We put everybody else on the clock. Eminem has been a whole week in some change. Okay? I thought that beat was over. I, like, I was, it's over for me. Now, I mean, I think MGK warrants a response. 
Maybe. Well, it looks yeah, like yeah, maybe he, he will be. So you got to tune in to part two to find out exactly what he has to well, say. Well, M better catch Michigan a body. Kelly. If M so. don't catch a body, I'm going to be disappointed. You took a whole week. MGK went in, too. That's what I'm saying. We're not going to sit there and act like MGK didn't go in, bro. He did go in. I don't think Eminem really cares if people are like, oh, he took a week, he took this long. He just does what he wants. We make excuses. Why you make so much excuses for Eminem? Eminem's a rapper. Everybody else, we put on the clock. 24 hours. No, you put them on the clock. I never put anybody on the clock. every rapper on the clock. Eminem's a battle rapper. Why is Eminem an exception? He ain't no exception. He's a battle rapper. He ain't going to waste no time. Right, so we'll see what happens. Maybe he has something ready and loaded to go. You know, you never know. All right, now let's discuss Bobby Brown. He put out his first single in six years. It's called Like Bobby. Let me know what you guys think. When God has a plan, you don't ask why. I've been living deep in my redemption. Swear to God, he got me on a mission. I'm coming back like I was never missing. I gotta do what I do, yeah. I gotta be what I be. Because in the end, I What did y'all think? I, I wasn't here when you guys watched the Bobby Brown story, so. I love Bobby Brown, but I'm going to just keep listening to Don't Be Cruel. My and, prerogative. Uh, on our own. Yeah, like it. Rock with you. Nah, I ain't. Well, he's addressing all the haters and the gossipers and all of that, so nah, I guess nah, that nah. means, maybe, I guess I love know. Bobby. Nah, nah, I ain't going to nah, 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 You say I'm doing my job? Nah, 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 no, you nah, stop nah, it. Leave nah, Bobby nah, alone. Nah, all right, and Nicki Minaj, let's talk about these reports now. Her Queen Radio Show, they're saying that her numbers quadrupled over the past weekend. People are now streaming her album even more. The show has been number one on Apple Music and all the publicity that she's getting from all the drama and all of these antics and everything. Uh, I guess it's doing well for her numbers-wise. Well, good. Drop on the clues bomb for Nicki Minaj because that's what she's doing it for. She's, <laughs> she's doing it to promote Queen Radio. She's doing it to sell records. So but then good, what happens when the drama stops? And then that's it. Just on to the next album cycle. On to whatever else you got coming up next. Like we and know, we know why. We know why she's doing this. And I know you guys watched the Barbie Dreams video. So what'd you think of that? I didn't see the Barbie Dreams video. Damn, you guys got to do it your It was Googles. awkward and uncomfortable for me. Man, stop it, man. Like, you're taking your hate of Nikki too far. No, I'm going to tell you why. Why was it awkward and uncomfortable? I'm going to tell you why. Because, so because it's almost like watching strip teasing. Oh, you ain't see it. Nikki been doing this her whole nah, career. Not like Stop this. it, man. This is a little different. Well, Charlamagne, in fairness, you haven't seen it. Like I you haven't said. seen it, but come on. No, this is a little, okay, this so watch this it. This ain't a video. This is like if you could see a, a, a female stripping the whole video. It's it's a dope video. Dope when, concept. When has Nikki not been doing this? What is she doing? Twerking in the video, popping her ass. A little bit of that. She's been doing that her whole career. Have you ever seen Anaconda video? Like, but, stop, but man. I, it was other people in Anaconda. Man, it's just you listen, watch the video and you want to see what I'm talking listen, about. Listen, you're taking your hate of Nikki a little too far. <laughs> no, I don't hate Nikki. Okay. <laughs> I don't hate her. How much did Atlantic pay you for this? <laughs> yeah, how much did Atlantic pay you to say that? In All right. Me? Well, All I'm right. Angela Yee and that oh is your goodness. rumor report. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The video was odd. Right. It was just, it was, uh, uh, you know, as a, as right. a married man, it was a... Oh, my God. A married man, it's well, uncomfortable you can never watch for you TV to watch or go on Instagram. a, a half-naked woman twerk her ass. Okay. All right. You know what? Forget y'all. Well, who you giving that you donkey? Need to see, you need to see Sucker of the Week Award. <laughs> well, right. Speaking of donkeys. <laughs> who, you, who you giving that donkey to? Uh, four after the hour is going to a crack-ass cracker white devil. Listen, I know y'all get mad at me because y'all say I talk about race all the time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I like to present scenarios to, to, to you people, and I want to see how you react to them. Because if you don't agree that this man that I'm about to give is a, a donkey to, is a human jar of Hellman's, then it says a lot about you. All right, well, pull the mayonnaise out and let's get to it. Donkey, today's up next is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. This don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey. It's time for Donkey of the Day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, hit me with the heat.
Did she get donkey today? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. At the Breakfast Club, bitches. You're donkey. Yes, donkey today for Wednesday, September 12th goes to a man in the great state of Florida. Now, you know what your Uncle Charlotte always tells you. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And this man, Don Crandall, is no exception. Now, every day on my social media, I get a bunch of people saying to me, Charlemagne the God is a racist. He's a race beta. All he talks about is race. And why does he have that tub of Hellman's? Hold on. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Are you open it yet? Well, I want to know what it smells like. <laughs> All right. Why does he have a white tears mug? Okay. Charlemagne hates white people. He hates Post Malone. And I say to each and every one of you, wipe your mayonnaise-flavored tears with your MAGA hats and relax. Okay? This is never about all white people. This is about racists, bigots. And if I slander a racist bigot and you get offended, always remember that a hit jar of Hellman's will holler. Now, if you don't understand what I just said, let me unpack it for you. All right, whenever you hear me, Charlemagne the God, slandering a racist white bigot, you should agree. If you don't agree, then you are probably a racist bigot too. Now, let's see how you feel about the curious case of a cracker-ass cracker named Don Crandall. All right, now Twitter is the most anxiety-inducing app on the internet. Uh, I have no facts to back that up, just my observation. But this time, Twitter actually was used for good because this encounter between four black students from Florida A&M University, FAMU, drop on the clues bombs for FAMU, man. This encounter between four FAMU students and a white man went digital because one of the students, Isaiah Butterfield, was smart enough to pull out his phone and make sure this white devil went viral. Now, here's the scene. Four students, Isaiah Butterfield, Stephen Brooks, uh, Joshua Cosby, and Fitzroy Roden, were entering a student housing complex on Saturday for their friend to let them in a party. Uh, Don Crandall, who also wasn't a resident of the building, told them they weren't getting into the building. He actually went inside and locked the door. Now, if you watch this video, uh, Revolt TV should be putting it up. You can see that Don Crandall is an older white man telling these four students they can't get in the studio complex. Let's hear a little bit of it, please. This is my elevator. Do you, own, do you own the building? Let me know. No. Let me know. Let me know. Let me be clear. Be clear. You're only getting in this elevator. Why we not? Because you don't belong in the building. You got a key for this building? I'm going to be here. You got a key. You think I'm f***ing killing up outside? Bro, don't say that. No. Sir, you bring out your gun. What, 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 what's your purpose for that? Mm? Oh, I'm sorry. We're Excuse going me. About that. I guess we're going about you scared? First of all, Don, why are you here? Okay, we are students going into a student complex. You are not a resident of this building, Don. You're not a student, and they don't do mayonnaise deliveries on Saturdays. So why are you here? But wait, it gets worse, all right? Don told them they can't get in the building. You heard that. Isaiah Butterfield said they just sat there confused, wondering why this mad jar Miracle Whip was even talking to them. Then after Don Crandall locked himself in to keep them out, he came out again to tell them, find another elevator. You can't get on this one. Now, during this whole process, a white ally came and used his privilege to try to combat this prejudice. A white guy who they called Chad told Don Crandall to keep it moving, told him to keep walking and just go about his day, a.k.a. knock this cracker-ass cracker racist stuff off. You're embarrassing us. When the four students asked why they couldn't use this elevator and get in the building, you heard Don Crandall, who I repeat wasn't even a resident of the building, himself said, because you don't belong in this building, before adding you ain't got a key for the building, you don't belong in the elevator, and then... This happened. Let's go to WXTL ABC 27 for the report, please. You can see a man holding a gun as he blocks a group of men from taking the elevator. Isaiah Butterfield said he and these three friends from FAMU were at Stadium Center Apartments early Saturday morning to see a friend who just moved in. 
The students told us a man approached them to tell them they weren't getting on the elevator he was taking. It's student housing, so I'm like, sir, do you have a key? Because you're kind of older than us. We're college students. We're 20, 21. We're students, and you look like you're in your mid-40s. When the man shows them what he says is his key, he has a gun in his other hand. So who's the man in the video holding the gun? Several people on social media say his name is Don Crandall, and he's the manager of this hotel. This guy, Don Crandall, was the general manager of a local hotel, Baymont by Wyndham. When ABC News reached out to the hotel for comment, the hotel confirmed his identity and said he was no longer working there, and he does not represent the values of our company and how others should be treated, and they do not stand behind the actions of our former general manager, and our team has gone ahead and took the actions that were necessary to uphold our beliefs, so clearly he's been fired. See, how do y'all, you know, want me to not? talk about race when things like this are happening in our society. How can you be upset at me for calling a racist bigot, crack-ass, cracker, white devil, human jar, helmets a racist bigot, crack-ass, cracker, white devil, human jar, helmets? All right. <laughs> this man. Jeez. Hey, oh, you, you want to defend him? Nope. Oh, this man has no socially redeeming qualities. And if me calling Don Crandall all those things makes you matter than what Don Crandall actually did, then you are part of the problem. And maybe your heart pumps mayonnaise, too. Please let Kathy Griffin give Don Crandall the biggest hee-haw. Please give this giant jar of mayo the biggest hee-haw. All right. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. You mad? Huh? Cracker ass, cracker ass. Are you mad? All right. No, F that. Because there's a difference between good white people and cracker ass crackers. So if you're hearing this donkey today and you're more mad at me saying cracker ass cracker than you are what that man actually did, you're part of the problem. Cracker ass cracker. And I'm holding your trophy up. Are right you now. done? Why are you giggling so much? Because <laughs> you're funny, man. <laughs> you're funny. My goodness. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that donkey today. Up next is Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship <laughs> advice or any type of advice, you can call Yee right now. She'll help you out with all your problems. All right? So 800-585-1051. Let me shout out my daughter. She's on her way to school, too. Hey, Maddie. What's up? Have fun in school this morning. That yeah. was the whole shout-out? Yeah, that's shout-out to my line. daughter. My daughter. Not just like, I love you, Maddie. Oh, I love you, baby. Daddy she knows I love you. you. Daddy loves you. Have a great day. It don't take long for my timeline to go crazy. Morning, Elle. Morning, Danny. Tell oh. your boyfriend we said hi, Maddie. She doesn't have a boyfriend anymore. Stop it. See, this is where you go too oh, far. Oh, they broke up. They, they were never together. How about that? Now you're embarrassing her. Now she's in the car and she's embarrassed. All right. Ask is next. 800-585-1051. So your boy Shiv says, I'm the biggest racist. Who am I to call a white man a cracker? See? There you go. Carly Dutton said, I'm a trash-ass person. Don't at me. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Texas, too, by the way. Shut up. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call Ye now. What line you want to go to, Ye? on line seven. Good morning. Hey, dang, I was hoping that I would be anonymous. But, oh, okay. my, my bad. We'll bleep your name out. Okay, yeah, we'll take it out. Okay. Don't worry. <laughs> what's, what's, what's your question? Okay, so uh, I used to date this woman, right? And um, we were close. We It didn't work out, and now we're just really cool. Okay. So when I moved on, I started dating this, this other woman. Now, I haven't slept with her or anything, but she's been trying to get intimate, and mm-hmm. I've been holding back because... The woman that I dated previously is her close aunt. Woo. Like, they hang out and everything. And wow. So, clearly, her aunt never talked about you. <laughs> her aunt didn't talk about me to her, but I talked to her aunt. She, The aunt knows that I'm dating her niece. Oh, okay. The aunt knows, but the niece like, doesn't know. 
she doesn't. And, and the aunt is okay I, with it. She's like, if she don't say nothing, I won't. But they, like, when she go out, they're together sometimes. I think and you have to tell her, man. You can't start off a relationship with the foundation of dishonesty. But her aunt's cool with... No, like if should I trust that she won't say anything? Do, you really, have uh, to say something. Uh, okay, so so in the in the event that I say something, mm-hmm. and she's hurt, you know, because I really like the woman that I'm with now. Okay. And listen, if, first of all, it's not this happened before her. It's not like you cheated on her with her aunt and knew that was her aunt. This is a situation where you dated somebody, it didn't work out. You guys did not end on bad terms, but you're just giving her the heads up. As long as the aunt is okay with the fact that you're dating her niece and is not going to say that you are a terrible person or any of those things, then hopefully it's not a problem. But imagine being in a relationship and having to constantly think, is this going to come out? When is this going to come out? You have to be honest. And in the beginning of a relationship, that's the real time to be honest. What is there a reason to lie for? Right, right. But I'm, I, it's kind of like, it's scary because one time... Um, we were at Bella, oh, I can't say where we were at, but one time we were somewhere, she was like, you know, I kind of hit it up, yeah, I got, like, pretty good chemistry, that's cool, you know, my mom don't even get along like that, so now I'm telling her, she's like, oh, that's fine, oh, you know, it's, so, it's, uh, I'm gonna tell her. You have to tell, just tell her, just, and tell her it was hard for you to tell her, she'll understand that. Listen, guys, can't tell you way worse stuff, I'm married, you know, I got, like, there's way worse things. The, if the worst thing right now is that you dated her aunt before and it didn't work out, but you really like her, that's not that bad. You know what? I appreciate that. I'm glad to thank you. All right. There you go. I hope everything works out. Hopefully, anonymous. Thank you. All right. And I mean anonymous. Sorry. That's too loud. <laughs> we'll bleep it out. We'll bleep it out. <laughs> He's a jerk. All right. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you got a question for Yee, hit her up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne Tha We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello. Who's this? How you doing? It's just Jay. Jay, what's your question for Yee, bro? Uh, I got, I'm in a situation to where I've been in a relationship for like a year. Mm-hmm. And um, she's, she's with a, a retired football, Giants football player. And she told me the whole time, you know, but we have fell in love. And then I had started being blocked, you know, at certain times of the day or, or every weekend. And I ended up moving down there for her. Drove my car all the way down to Florida, you know, mm-hmm. for her to start a new life. You know, long story short, we've been back and forth arguing a lot. She's like, oh, I'm going to leave him. I'm going to leave him. You know, and she never ended up leaving him. And then, um, you know, she would text me and call me like, yo, I miss you, I love you, I want to be with you, and I'm like, I'm already in feelings-wise, like, I'm, I'm being loyal to her while she's doing whatever she got to do. Wow. So you're in a relationship, but she's not in a relationship with you, basically. Like, it's like this. When we first met, she told me I'm in a relationship with this retired football player. You were the side piece, and you were okay right. with that, and then you fell in love. Yeah, like, I was like, all right, whatever. I, I didn't think I would fall in love. So after me and her and, and chilling a couple of times, we both fell in love. She flying up to see me. I'm flying down to see her, like, once a month. And then it's like, you know what? I might as well, and I'm from New York. So I'm like, I'm going to move down to Florida. Are you a Giants fan? I can't stand the Giants. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Like, is it because like, of, of her boyfriend? No, nah, like, like. I was never really a Giants fan. All but right. The thing is, I used to work in the restaurant industry, and I know him from oh. when he used to come in the restaurant. Oh. So it's such a small world. What's his name? Like, if he sees me, he won't know me by name, but he'll be like, yo, you look mad familiar. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, so basically, she's having the best of both worlds right now. She's living with her retired New York Giants player, living it up, and then she's got you to provide some penis. What's his name? I Uh-oh. won't give out no names. 
But he just got arrested not too long ago down in Florida. But listen, you get what you settle for. Okay, so if you're settling for being that guy that she could talk to, have fun with, have sex with, have this chemistry with, but still live her stable life with her with her man, and you're okay with that, which you were at first, and now you're not, and she's telling you she's going to leave him, you can tell she's not about to leave him, then that's what you're going to get because you're settling for it. You moved for her before she even left him. Twice. Twice I did it. I drove down there. Her father even told me, I'll be honest with you, you seem like a good kid, but that's like falling in love with a call girl who got a pimp. Damn, her father told you that, Jay. All the all the signs are there. But my whole thing is this, Jay. Like, you knew what you were getting yourself into, and she's just really playing you. You're doing whatever it is that she wants you to do. She's making you these promises that she has no intentions of keeping, and you're still sticking around for it. That's a big boy. You better be careful, boy. He catch you, boy. He gonna put, he gonna, he's a big boy. Why do you think she doesn't want to leave him? She's used to that lifestyle. Exactly. When we first met, she told me, she goes, look, I'm in a lifestyle that I thought that I would like, but... I want more than that. Like, I just want to be loved. And I believed her. Because I, I told her, I said, look, I don't got nothing to, to offer you. I, you know what I mean? I'm a hardworking man, but... I, Listen, I she's getting back to... at him with somebody who's safe, and you're that safety person. Right. So he's doing whatever he wants to do. Maybe they're not getting along the way they, they should. So the way that she is able to cope with all of this is that she has you as her side piece who actually treats her like the queen, that she wants to be treated like at home, but she isn't. So you're the person that's providing that. Right. Why, would she, she why would she leave her, man? You do everything that she wants you to do anyway. Why would I leave him? True. So that's a decision you have to make for yourself, Jay. If you want to be in a real relationship with somebody who loves you back and can give you everything you need. You know how nice it would be for you to not have to run around and hide and cater to somebody and see them only when they want to see you and call them only when they're available because the other person's not around? Nobody wants to live their life like that. Yeah. And I'm up, and I'm up here doing everything I can to, you know, Jay, you could myself. you could give somebody else that energy and they'll give it right back to you. That's what you need. You're right. Be a good man for somebody who's a good woman. Wow, you're right. And be careful, because if he right. ever catch you, he's going to bust your ass, brother. He's big, of course. <laughs> Who that, Charlotte, man? No, that's, that's Envy. Envy. All right, well, thank Envy. you. Th- update us and let us know what happened. I definitely will. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Be okay. careful. All right. So many women out here looking for a good man, and he's wasting himself. Oh, my goodness. All right, well, we got rumors on the way, ye? Yes, let's talk about Mac Miller. We'll talk about his music after his untimely passing. We'll tell you how that affected his music sales. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I don't want to get too attached, but... I don't want to get too attached, but I already am because I let you have sex with me with no condom. What happened now? What? What? Who who, who who pounded you out? Never mind. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk about our guy, Safari. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Man, now Safari hurt himself. He has fractured part of his body. Uh, here's what he had to say. I don't know if me doing the bruck up really broke me up, but <laughs> doctor just told me they found a fracture in my neck. <laughs> I will not be doing the bruck up anymore. I don't know how it happened, yeah, but right. I need to see who I could sue. We need to, like, check in with Safari once a week about all the drama. Let the record show it's impossible for a Jamaican not to do the bruck up. 
Okay, <laughs> it's just a natural. You know how to do the breakup, Charlamagne. I'm not Jamaican. It's just a natural <laughs> rhythm for them. Okay, they He's can't help it. Funny. And so far, I deserve to be in the hospital after I saw him with a crop top trench coat on. Yeah, what was that? What was that? That that. Why did you have on a crop top? I don't know. I was coat? confused. Well, yeah, I, I didn't see that picture. All right, that looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> now, Nicki Minaj, if you guys recall, she said she was going to give Jeffrey Owens, the actor Elvin from the Cosby Show, twenty five thousand dollars. Here's what she said on her Queen Radio show. That man is now getting so many opportunities. I personally want to donate, on behalf of Queen Radio, $25,000 to Jeffrey Owens today. This man is a whole f***ing legend in these streets. Well, according to his people, they have not uh, had any contact with the Nikki's people about giving that $25,000. Oh, he need that bread. But they're saying he's not even looking for a handout, and he doesn't even want the money. He would actually probably donate it to charity. And he has gotten a lot of opportunities. As you know, he's going to be on uh, Tyler Perry's show on OWN, and he also has gotten another offer as well. So, Didn't yes. Nikki just say that, though? That yes, like, it was last, Give us some time. It was last Jeez. week. It was last week. Give us some time. Give now, it, according, according, according to Nicki Minaj, she said she's having a tough time getting in touch with his team. But Jeffrey's team is saying that they are very easily reachable. Well, I heard uh, Cardi be in Atlantic Records are donating 50000 and he'll have it today. See? see? <laughs> Why is everything about Cardi when we talk about Nicki, huh? All right, in the meantime... Yeah. I'm just pissing off the barbs, that's all. You know, Nicki, Min- you know Nicki Minaj always talks about her little bae, right? Her new, her new boy. Well, she was spotted out and about with Lewis Hamilton. So maybe the two of them are potentially a couple, or maybe they were just grabbing a bite to eat. I don't even know who that is. Who yeah, is who is Lewis Hamilton? Hamilton? You don't know? Remember he dated um, Nicole Scherzinger? He's like a... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, is it NASCAR? No, it's not NASCAR. Okay, but he's a race car driver. But he's pretty famous. He Formula also, One. Yeah, Formula, Formula one. one. Formula One. Google the celebrity net worth for me. Let me see if... He's hey, worth a lot. He looks he like he's up there. He's British. Let me Google He's British. He's definitely got some money. Let me see if, yeah. me see if Nikki hustling right out here in these streets. <laughs> so I don't know if that's... Make sure she managing that thing. Her new boot How you spell thing. it? L-E-W-I-S. Let me see. Yeah, Lewis Hamilton. Oh, as oh, soon as I type Lewis, his name pop up. Right up, right up. Oh, he's pretty... You don't remember when he did... Dropping okay. the cool ball for Nicki Minaj, goddammit. His salary is $50 right. million a year. Okay, all right, okay, You guys, Nikki. y'all know it's not all about money. Queens all hey, day. Shut up. It's Queens about, about love. Day. Oh, please. It's yeah. about love. Queens get the it's money. It's not about money. Queens get the money, Queens Nikki. Queens all day. Queens all day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right, Takashi 69 speaking on money, he's got some new teeth. Apparently, he went to a renowned Colombian dentist, Dr. Mario Montoya, and he got his five-hour veneers procedure done. Uh, this just happened yesterday, so now he is smiling big. They said he paid about $12,000 for that procedure, so he's got new teeth on top and on the bottom. That's what you do when you get money. You get hey, new teeth. Dr. Rubenstein, you got to give me a better deal, man. You get new teeth? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm getting new teeth for a friend, but... It, doc, You're buying somebody teeth? I might have to teeth? send them to Columbia. I might have to price so tickets what, to Columbia. That's what the guys are doing now? They're what? buying teeth for people? I'm doing that for a friend, yeah. Wow, that's a nice gesture. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I, love, I love my people. <laughs> I'll buy you some teeth. Doc, salute to Dr. Rubenstein. After hearing that price, Dr. Rubenstein, I don't know. I'm about to price tickets to Columbia. Yeah, yeah Columbia, Columbia tickets about $400. It looked like, look like 6 9 got the whole 32 for 12 grand. Well, he lives in Cali, by the way. He's Colombian, but he lives in Cali. Hold on. Yeah. So this, he oh, does it in man. Cali? He does it in the States? Yeah, it's in Cali. Did you just oh, snort? Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, man. Hold on. That's a deal. What's his name? A Dr. Mario Montoya. Dr. Mario Montoya. Wow, you're going to just turn your back on Dr. Rubenstein like that? Hey, man, listen, I'm a a bargain shopper. It's M-O-N-T-O-Y-A. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Oh, that's the wrong Mario Montoya. That's a Colombian military commander. Sorry. 
Hey, Dr. Go. I got him right there. You better hit me. <laughs> oh, you got him. We the four thirty-two for twelve. That's cheap. Hold on. He did Danny Garcia. No, wow. What else he did? All right, guys. Oh, I'm sorry. Angela Yee, and that's your rumor <laughs> report. All right, thank you, Yee. Get your requested and happy birthday to two chains.